Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. There we go. <laughs> Doing intros to the nobodies. At least you're watching on TV. You can see us. Thank you, Jeff, for letting us know. That would have been depressing. We can hear ourselves. You can hear me, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> Rajiv Seabrook, Coulter Nuanas, riding with you. We got all the right buttons pushed. We got all the levels up. Hopefully, you're having an outstanding day. We are not on our way to Texas, us three, Rajiv Seabrook, Coulter Nuanas, Jeff Safford. But rest of the crew at ESPN MT as well as Skyline Sports yeah. making their way back down there. Uh, we'll see. Ryan Tutel's a TBD. I do know Brooks Nuanas. Andrew Houghton, Blake Kempstead, uh, and Will uh, Priestel all, all making the trip down there, our Skyline Sports crew. Ryan's trying to. He started himself a little trucking company, and uh, <laughs> he, he's, he, it's, <laughs> it's too good. But he's, he's trying to make his nomadic ways lead him. He's in Casper, Wyoming right now. I'm like, bro, that is a long ways from Dallas, Texas. He's like, well, I'm going to pick up a load and get it to Denver, and then I'm going to pick up another load and maybe get it down to Houston. I'm like, dude, you are a maniac. Let's go. So either way, uh, hopefully Everybody's traveling safe. I know it was a little bit foggy here uh, earlier this morning, uh, and there was maybe potential for some flight delays, but it sounds like the flights that were on their way to Dallas got out. So uh, best of luck, everybody. Should be really fun. Ton to get to today. I found a fun little stat about this here city of Missoula, so we'll get to that right off the top here as part of our Garden City Spotlight. We also have our good friend Carolyn, the chicken does no sports. She's usually the second hour of Thursday or the second hour of Friday's shows. We're going to squeeze her in here in the first hour because we have so much else to get to. We'll also get to hear from Trajan Cotton. He's a Grizz captain, and uh, what a great story this young man is. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's a lot of bad talk about the transfer portal and, you know, kids – being fickle and the grass is always greener. Well, sometimes if you're in a weird or bad situation, the grass actually is greener. And a lot of times, a lot of these kids are transferring because of their education, not because of their football. And the football just kind of goes hand-in-hand with that. That's Trajan Cotton, right? Trajan Cotton came here because there was a falling out at Oregon State. The coaching staff left. You know, Then all of a sudden, the DB's coach, he ends up passing away. Trajan Cotton, in, in the meantime, wants to finish his degree, so he makes his way to Montana. He's acclimated tremendously well. He's been a great member of this community, first and foremost, and also a great leader for the Grizz. He's a team captain, and he's been a pivotal player there 
uh, on the edge, playing that nickel sort of strong safety spot in the Grizz defense. So we'll hear from TC, always a great guy to interview. Uh, to wrap up hour number one and then hour number two, <laughs> I got way too ambitious. I actually feel bad because I dumped about 50 sound bites on Jeff. But thank you, Safford, for uh, taking care of all of these for us. But hour number two is going to be a complete and total top 10 countdown of the 10 biggest matchups in this SCS National Championship game between Montana and South Dakota State. We'll go 10 through 1. Uh, I mean, in terms of the order of them, I don't really think it actually matters. I think all 10 of these factors are going to play, but I do think the five that we have is the five. They're probably all interchangeable. You can probably guess what they all are, but we do have feedback and sound bites from Jimmy Rogers, Bobby Houck, Mark Gronowski, the outstanding quarterback for South Dakota State, Mason McCormick, outstanding offensive guard, and uh, a couple other smatterings of sound bites as well. So that would be the duration of our uh, jam-packed hour number two as our Road to Frisco coverage continues. Appreciate our proud presenting sponsors of Road to Frisco, Town Pump, Montana's best for more than six decades. The Advocates reminding you that you deserve an advocate no matter what situation you might find yourself in, what legal bind you might have. And, of course, the Stone of Accord. Just a stone's throw away from us here at Missoula Broadcasting Company right there up on North Reserve. Stone's hosting brunch like they always do on Sunday, but that sounds pretty good. A little Stone of Accord brunch is always money, but then you throw in the $5 mimosas or the $3 Coors Light drafts. And boom, you're rocking. You're, you're cooking with gas. So head on up to the Stone if you need a place uh, to watch the game here on uh, Sunday afternoon. It's a Floco Friday. I got a funny story for you. Rajim's, it's funny how many people, I, I drink a lot of caffeine, but I am, I try to be really mindful about it. That sounds funny. But I do, I try to like know how much caffeine is in my stuff so I can, you know, they say more than 300 milligrams isn't good for you. In terms of, you know, the anxiousness and the blood pressure and all that sort of stuff. So I'm always trying to monitor it, even if I do take a dose in the morning and a dose in the afternoon. But the other day, you know, sometimes you just have those days where you're just not being mindful. You're just you're just drinking. You know, you're just drinking your coffee. I know. I was thinking of you. So I smashed a, a Lotus, which has lots of caffeine in it, right before the show the other day. And uh, then... I just completely uh, unmindfully drank a pre-workout drink afterwards because I was going to go lift weights. And, yeah! and I, as I finished the last uh, drink of the, of the, I was like, oh, I was already caffeinated. What am I doing? And then I seriously stood, sat in bed. I, I read a bunch, but I read it till like four in the morning because I was just like, ah. So I, I thought of you. Anyways, don't overdose on caffeine, but you can't have some caffeine tonight because it's a Friday night. You can stay up late. Forest Coffee Company, keeping you caffeinated anytime during the day, but especially here on Friday nights. And uh, no matter where you're at in Montana, there's a Forest Coffee kiosk near you. Now you know what a test pilot feels like. <laughs> All that type of shaking right before you're going up in a plane, you know nothing about. That same feeling happens when you drink that much caffeine. You just start shaking like a test pilot. <laughs> Welcome to my microcosm life. Gotta love it. We also have some uh, giveaways for you today. It doesn't seem like it's ski season because we've had sun like 14 days in a row here in Missoula. It's actually starting to get sort of eerie. I always complain about the the dark gloominess, but we had sun and I'm like, I don't like it. I thought I would. I don't. Regardless, it is ski season though. They do have some snow around the area, especially at Lost Trail. Epic Mondays are back. So we have a couple lift tickets for you. Actually, let's just do one right now, right off the top. We'll just go first to the draw, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. We have Epic Monday lift ticket for you. 
That's triple eight. Oh, let's let's text it actually. Jeff Safford working on some uh, sound bites, so that's good. Four zero six eight 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 one zero two nine, and uh, you can call or text that anytime. All guests join us uh, via the Rangich Brothers RV phone line. Text us if you want some tickets to Lost Trail. Four zero six eight 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 one zero. Uh, to nine. We also have some Grizz basketball tickets coming up for you. I know it's weird. They opened conference play, but they're now out of conference play for this Summit League Big Sky Challenge. They'll be back into conference play next week, but they do host South Dakota. The Montana men's basketball team does on a Saturday night, so uh, be sure to check that out. Speak for me. <laughs> it, it depends on what. <laughs> I don't know. Usually I never changed the board, so I don't know how it got all, all weird, but we didn't have the right buttons pressed, but now we do. Jeff says... Uh, we got it rolling, so uh, here we are. It is right. Nuanas now. <laughs> All right, we're we're here. It's you know what it is. It's the first Friday of the new year. There we go. There are gremlins in the in the you know. There's a ghost in the machine. Uh, yeah, it's spring like temperatures. It's warmer in January than it was in. It, it's weird. We're we're but we're good. We're back. We're on the eve of a great historic monumental thing for both uh, uh, two amazing universities and, 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 and programs and communities. And uh, I don't know. Here come the glitches, man. Keep rolling them out and we'll just roll with it. If you want to be a part of the show, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Text us if you want. Last Trail Lift Tickets, Epic Monday back again. And uh, stay tuned. Second hour will be giving you some Grizz basketball tickets as well. Also got to say thanks to our great friends down at Red's Bar. Red's Bar, an institution of Missoula. What they have upstairs is like a museum. What they have downstairs is like a museum times 10. It's crazy, uh, the uh, relics that are down there. And one of the great things that we have done is let them, let us come down, peruse, and then share. So in the spirit of the Grizz going back to the national championship game, it's their first national championship game appearance since 2009, but Montana hasn't won one since 2001. So Mike and the boys down there, they gave me this uh, Montana 2001 media guide. This was like you. This was in your early days when you lived in Missoula, right? What, you moved to Missoula, what, 1998? Buddy, is yeah, that right? This is, uh, this is a trip down memory lane. Um, Back in the day, I, I know so many of these guys. Totally. Um, later, you know, after college was over, played with many or played against many of them. Because you played for the Missoula Raptors yeah, slash Phoenix. And, and yeah, in, the, in minor leagues. And uh, am now coaching with, a co- have coached with and coached sure. against a couple of David them. David uh, on the cover of this media guide. And Absolutely. And Sentinel. used to pal around in certain circles with, you know, Atu Molden back in the day. Totally. Uh, with, the, with his beautiful Atu still pit checks, bulls. Atu still checks Atu, it out every once in a while. Baby, so man? if you're I, listening... Good, yeah, good to hear from one you. of the greats, and I see Thatcher, and I just, you know, what a what a great guy. Worked with his wife. Yeah. His son's now a freshman at the high school I coach at. Like, what an amazing uh, group of dudes. Um, what an amazing group of dudes. Like the number of dudes that went on uh, to play at various levels, whether it was indoor AFL, CFL, or the NFL. Like they they were dudes on this team. Like every program's got a bunch of guys, but they were dudes on this team on both sides of the ball, including special teams. Can't forget. Mr. Lavander Seegers. For sure. Uh, but more importantly than any of those names in the games, what I remember about this time 23 years ago, I had a hairline and a waistline. Things have changed <laughs> since then. You're still looking great, my Hey, friend. man, Rod- keep lying to me. Rajim Seabrook kicking it with us here on Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio's Diving Door Garden City Spotlight. It's presented in part by Missoula Electric Co-op. For 87 years, Missoula Electric Co-op has proudly served power to thousands of loyal members across western Montana and Idaho. I'm just going to read you the sports center I wrote this morning, and then we'll discuss a little bit. With the national championship for the FBS and FCS on the horizon, only one high school in the country 
has players playing in both championship games. That high school right here in the Garden City, it's Missoula Sentinel. On Sunday afternoon, seven former Spartans will be featured on the roster for the Montana Grizzlies as they take on number one South Dakota State in Frisco, Texas. And on Monday, second-ranked Washington takes on number one Michigan and former Spartan quarterback turned wide receiver Camden Sermon will suit up for the Huskies. Sentinel, who's been led by uh, Dane Oliver for more than a decade. They've had a historic run in recent years, including the first two state championships in almost 50 years, Mm. 2020 and 2021. And a bunch of these young men were a part of that, including Jackson Lee, who's a junior safety for the Grizzlies. He'll play a ton in this FCS National Championship game, as will Jace Kluswich and TJ Roush, a couple sophomore defensive backs. Gino Letter would probably be in the rotation, but he's been banged up so far this year. Great inside linebacker. Then you have a couple other guys that are probably still waiting their turn because they're freshmen, but uh, Joe Wida, Drew Klumpf, and Tate Templeton all on the Grizz roster as well, so a total of lucky number seven for the Spartans uh, suiting up for the Maroon and Silver on Sunday. And then, of course, Camden Sermon, an outstanding player. I thought he was the best quarterback I've seen in quite some time at the AA level in the state of Montana. He got offered a walk-on offer at the University of Montana, but then he got offered a walk-on offer at the University of Washington, so he takes that one, and uh, he's since played his way into getting some scholarship money there at UW. He's a wide receiver these days. He started as a quarterback, then moved to running back now, plays wide receiver, but he's an outstanding athlete, and he's mm-hmm. broken into the lineup. He's played in 11 games over the last two years. He's got two catches for 22 yards so far this year, so I don't know. I just thought that was cool. Garden City Spotlight uh, here on Nuanas. I thought that was awesome that... Uh, Missoula Sentinel, the only high school in the United States of America with guys playing in each of the FCS or the uh, the Division One national championship games. That just goes to show you what good hometown cooking does. You know, it's just it's it's what a great, unique honor and privilege to not only boast that as a as a community, as a city, and a state, uh, but for me personally, man, what a what a what a great thing to boast as being part of that coaching staff and their development, as well as them developing us, me and many others as coaches. I actually shared that tidbit with uh, the. Sentinel coaching staff and many were were just impressed by that. It's it's what a what an honor and a privilege. So dads, uncles, moms, grandparents, like go home and share that with the kids that you know. Like we are the only we, we host the only high school in America to have kids at uh, playing at those levels in championship games. And and what what a great thing to uh, kind of unearth and share with the with the great community, state, and and and, and city. So it's let's all, go. It's also interesting dynamic because forever, never, never we've heard, and also it's been proven. That that the South, the southern part of the United States, whether it's Texas or the Southeast, has been like the dominant regions when it comes to high school and college football. You, know, you always hear, oh, football just matters more in the South. Football matters more in the SEC. Well, football matters a lot up here to the North as well. I mean, you're right. That's this graphic you're showing me <laughs> says, you know, look at the national championship games. You got Michigan and Washington. You got South Dakota State and Montana. Everybody is up here with at least part of their state along the Canadian border. So for the first time in a really long time, the North is the one that's the dominant region in uh, in college football. So that's cool as well. No, it's great. Bring it on. I love this. I love this rivalry. That's uh, that 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 is. Um I don't want to say rivalry, but just the energy that's brewing between uh, both Michigan and Washington and, as you know, uh, the Grizz and SDSU. So what a great weekend of football, and uh, I'm glad to be talking about it with you, my man. Currency Spotlight presented in part by the Montana Educators Credit Union. You don't have to be a teacher to be part of the MECU. Memberships are open across various counties around Montana. MECU is big enough to provide you with the same consumer products as at-large institutions, but small enough to know your specific needs. 
You don't have to be a teacher to be a part of it. So uh, go check them out. Switch to MECU today. They are proud supporters of high school sports across the city of Missoula as well as the state of Montana. We'll take a little bit of an early break. Anything to add on this before well, we? Uh, I, I just wanted to give credit to Dane Oliver. Like well, of I just, course, I, man. I just, you know, we we mentioned his name, but and and, and I I just I have a love and honor and respect for him no as doubt. the head coach and no coaching uh, with and for him for so many years. But I just when you when you kind of go back to that stat and you look at that um, as a coach and 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 the skipper of a program like that, just Dane. I, I, if you're listening, man, put a feather in your cap. That's a that's a that's a wonderful, positive, productive uh, trait to have uh, in 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 your portfolio. Well, it it speaks to the the program that Coach Oliver absolutely has built. It. And when people say program, I think that gets construed a little time a lot of times. It's not just about like your win loss record. No, it's it about isn't. How you operate day to day. Yes, sir. Programs are so important when it comes to football because in football you only play ten or twelve games. You practice. 300 days a year to, totally. to perform 10 times. Yeah. So it's all about, you know, and the kids coming in during March to watch film after basketball season gets over or going to the camp in June or making sure you sign in and out of the weight room. That's the sort of stuff. Yeah. Hey, I mean, Dane Oliver now is a veteran high school coach. Absolutely. I mean, he's been around for a long time. Absolutely. But I always tell him and I always remind him, be proud of this, man, because yeah. once upon a time, Sentinel was the laughing stock of high school football not just in Montana, but I mean, they was in they were in Sports Illustrated across the, the country for for the, yeah. the, the like the sixty plus game losing yeah, streak. It I mean, it's crazy, man. Yeah. And now to talk about what I think six straight playoff appearances, been in the final. There was four straight Final Four appearances in our last year. Fell a little bit short, but still in the playoffs a year ago and uh, two, undefeated seasons. I mean, two state championships and. Uh, a whole bunch of young men. It's not just the Grizzlies and the guys for the Huskies. There's guys in a lot of different places. I know Dylan Rollins is on the move now from BYU, but he was, yep. you know, there uh, at, a guy that, at MSU. At MSU, absolutely. I mean, yeah, Montana State's got several uh, former Spartans. Riley Norton, Zach Cruz, both standouts there for the Bobcats. Yes, as well. sir. So, uh, Sentinel certainly become nice uh, job, Dano. Factory. Good job by Coach O and all the rest and of the everybody people else. Yeah, you know it. You sure. know it. I just, it's you know, the uh, the coaching staff has as many kids as uh, has as many staff members as some Class C six man schools. There's like <laughs> 16 of us. <laughs> no, no doubt. And that uh, all these guys doing great things, giving back to the community. Garden City Spotlight presented in part by Missoula Electric Co-op and the Montana Educators Credit Union. We'll take an early break. Come back for some laughs. Carol and the Chicken Does No Sports next. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, we handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultelaw.com.
is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. But now you want to rock it, so you got to kick it with the homies. Welcome back. A little Dell the Funky Homo Sapien here on Nuwana's Now ESPN Radio. You know for... Throwing it back with the hip-hop tracks. It's because Rajim Seabrook is kicking it with us here uh, in studio. You got a lesson? I know we've actually listened to that song, I think, once one other time on this show. And I know that the uh, the official 50th anniversary year of hip-hop is over, but that's okay. We're going to still give people the knowledge when it comes to the, the rap. Well, that's what I was listening to on the way in. I was nice. just listening to some old-school stuff from the you know late 80s, early 90s. And uh, we brought that up because Dell was one of the few like abstract, non-like, quote-unquote, gangster rap kind of... Sure. Um, um, pro- you know, produced uh, uh, performers more uh, akin to the na- East Coast native tongue type of style. Um, but what was also interesting about his polarity and why we brought him up on the show because of that thumbprint in hip hop, but also because of his family relations, that's Ice Cube's first cousin. Oh, wow. And cool. to, uh, to, to know that that, that type of talent exists in one. Jackson. Exactly. To know that that type of uh, talent is, exists in one family is just very interesting, especially with such varying degrees because Ice Cube is Ice Cube and you know everything he's done like musically and then, you know, artistically outside yeah, yeah. of it. And then Dell has been Dell, and Dell the Funky Homo Sapien. And then Deltron thirty thirty and like all these just crazy iterations of one man. So just uh, just an interesting thumb note in the hip hop. Delta Funky Homo Sapien, very underrated. Um, if you're into it, check him out. Mister Damalita is the song. This is Nuwaz Dalra Jeep Seabrook kicking it with me. We got Grizz tickets for you Saturday night. That's tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Seven bells. They're hosting South Dakota, part of the Summit League Big Sky Challenge. Grizz coming off a, actually, they've got two wins in a row. They got drilled in their conference opener against Weber State, but then they won at Idaho State, and then they won at North Dakota State on Wednesday, 96-86 over the Bison. So that avenged a November loss to NDSU. On and Moody, 36 points for the Grizzlies in that one. This is also Anthony Johnson tribute night. They'll pay homage to one of the great Grizz of all time who died tragically. This one, this one just kicked me right in the heart, man. Anthony Johnson is one of my classmates. We're the exact same age. I used to play hoops down at the rec with Anthony Johnson all the time. He's a great dude. One of the most wonderful, nice guys I ever met. I know we say that about people when they pass away, but this dude really was like such a nice guy, man. And it was just so sad because not only uh, a life lost way too young, but Anthony Johnson, he's got a wife, Shantae Nance Johnson, who played here for Lady Grizz. They had their fourth child on the way, so uh, certainly thoughts to their family. They'll come out on the other side because they know they have great faith in both uh, themselves and uh, a higher power, but uh, that was a tough one to to stomach. But if you want to pay tribute to Anthony Johnson and you want to watch a great basketball game, call us right now, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029, caller number two. We got two tickets for you to Grizz, South Dakota, tomorrow night, 406-888-1029. Let's have some laughs. Okay, uh, what's going on? How how was your Christmas, first and foremost? Oh, I had a great couple weeks off. I felt like a big, fat piece of poo by <laughs> Monday morning, though, and was like, I need to get back to life. So here's something I did. What's that? I didn't drink over the break. Oh, good for you. Uh, because, you know, family holidays, you don't really want to be like, Oh, drunk, drunken. Yeah, but you you usually do have some stuff. Yeah, 
But then all of a sudden you're like, man, I've drank every day for like 14 days in a row. Right. You're like, oh, man. Yeah. And then it's like you get to that weird spot between Christmas and New Year's where you don't know what day it is. And you're yeah. Like, is it socially acceptable? And then you're like at lunch and you're like, maybe I'll have some beer. So yeah. I was like, I'm just going to not do just that. Cut it just cut Just completely. see how it goes. It's and, actually a great way, though, yeah. too, then to go into dry, if you're doing dry January That's or right. That's what I wanted. You know, I, wanted already... I wanted some momentum. So yeah. I'm, I'm doing the dry January, too. That's good. So mostly it's because I was having these massive panic attacks about having been down, like just watching a game with my buddies or something and my wife calling and being like, we're I'm going a- to the hospital and being like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> you're having a baby this month. Exactly. Right. So I, don't, need, I don't know if people know that. Oh, so I did a big thing on it yesterday because okay. you guys told me that I needed to. Yeah. And uh, wow, talk about a lot of people listening to the show. Like 50 strangers came up to me at the Lady Grizz game last night. We're like, you're having a kid. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, did you know that? They're like, listen to your show today. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So that's cool. I know. We're so excited. Well, so... Uh, uh, yeah, that's happening. But uh, either way, regardless. You, did uh, you tell them if it's a girl that you're naming it Carolyn? Have you made that <laughs> announcement yet? Yeah, sweet Caroline. <laughs> uh, all right. So what, what? your break was good. Do you guys ski at all? We tried to ski one day, but I just, it's, it. I can't do it under these conditions. It's not safe. It's not safe. I'm elderly. <laughs> I'm going to hurt myself and it's just not worth it. So you guys go to Discovery, right? Yeah. Is there just like some, I was just like wondering if I could just go and just do some groomers. I just want to be outside. I, it's still not good. I don't want to say that because I love Discovery, no, totally. but it's, I don't feel like it's yeah. worth it. Yeah. I would I, wait. I'm not trying to talk bad about any of the yeah. places, but like, I was just thinking like Snowball is open right now. I don't know how you get down Snowball. I would wait. I would just sit tight. <laughs> it's coming. It's, Snowball be here. I mean, it's not a little bit last night. Um, anything else worth noting? Well, I just, break? I wanted to address something. Okay, I can't wait. You texted me over the break and mm. said that someone complained about the name, the chick who doesn't know That's sports. That's true. We finally have a complaint. I thought in the origin of this, that this would come within the week of creating it, not like five four years year, ago, five yeah. years after we did it. Yeah. So, or four years. I don't know. No, it's been five. It's been five. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. Cause we started when Tuto was still here. So I made up the name Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports. That's correct. Not you. I. Right. Myself. You, the Chick. I don't even want you getting the credit because it's so good. That's right. I made, and there was a complaint saying it's misogynistic. Yes, they were saying that it was so rude that I was calling you the Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports. Yeah. I don't do that. That's just what the segment <laughs> is called. And that I that that is the name I came up with. So That's I just wanted correct. to address that. Um, hate on haters. <laughs> you hate me because you ain't me. But... I'm sorry. I came up with the name. I love it. It's sticking. When I'm 80, I will still be the chick who doesn't know sports. So deal with it. Yes, I, I agree. Okay. It's like my old journalism professor says, if you don't have critics, you don't have readers. That's true. It's the truth. Yes. So that's you all. Know. Just want to make that announcement. Yeah, we were talking about Start that. Start the year with, off with right. Co- we were talking about that with Coach Marty because there's one person that says that Coach Marty is, is too loud on the radio. Oh. And I'm like, well, that's who he is. Right. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, he was the NFL, he was the NFL coach for 21 yeah. years. He's, he's, he's pre-jacked up. That's yeah. kind of how he is. So, I mean, well, I'd rather have someone loud than be like, hi, this is Marty. And I'm <laughs> just going to hear talk about football. That would be boring. That would be totally boring. So... Keep going, Marty. Yeah, that's right. Keep going, everybody, including you, Carolyn. That's Check right. Sports uh, here on ESPN Radio. Uh, what else you got this week? What what uh, What's the breaking news, as you seem to always have, well, of the new year? Aaron Rodgers yeah. is in big trouble. So he was on Pat McAfee's show and made Every a Every com- week, somehow. <laughs> right. He made a comment about the Epstein list coming out and that <sighs> Jimmy Kimmel would probably be on it. And Jimmy Kimmel was like, oh, hell to the no, and went off and is considering a lawsuit 
against Aaron Rodgers. Now, I don't blame Jimmy Kimmel for being mad about that. That is not something you want to be associated with, right? However, Jimmy Kimmel makes so many comments about Aaron Rodgers. Truth. And I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers is right, but I imagine that he has a little chip on his shoulder towards Jimmy Kimmel. True. Meanwhile, Pat McAfee is pooping his pants because he is involved just by association and being on this he's show. He's just wearing his sleeveless tee. He's wearing his sleeveless tee and, and pretty nervous that there's going to be a lawsuit. And so he's like, hey, I hope you I like you both. I hope you guys can settle this. Yada, yada, yada. But it's, it's not good. The... I have so much to say about this, and most of it I can't say. Where do we start? The intertwining of the um, entertainment industry is both fascinating and scary to me. Just how there's so many different twisted webs that weave, and who has influenced who, and who has controlled who, and all that. That's like sort of being revealed in this whole Epstein thing. I don't really want to spend any time on this sports radio show about that. No, we don't need to talk about a, this that. Is just, I mean, people are here for happiness, and this yeah, is yeah, like yeah. the most depressing it's thing. It's horrible. It's so weird. But um, I wish that Aaron Rodgers would just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people wish Here's Aaron Rodgers would Aaron shut up. Aaron Rodgers' day where he can have his own podcast and he can talk about all his crazy, weird stuff. It's coming. Like, dude, you just tore your Achilles. You got the ultimate old man injury. Like, you might come back and play another year or two, but in the larger scope of your life, within a couple years, you are going to be doing radio or some sort of podcast forever. So just shut your mouth now, because when you're just the guy who just can pop off all the time, but you don't... Like, when you're actually the host or it's your show or whatever, you can have way more control, but you also have to have way more accountability, too. Like, right now... He can just be like, I'm on Pat McAfee's show, and then go nuts. And then Pat McAfee's probably sitting there like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? We're going to get canceled. Well, Pat McAfee also said, like, this is just a show where we're talking and this and that, and I can't control everything that's coming out of people's mouths. And, yes. Um, and I, I think Pat McAfee wants to have a fun, entertaining show and right. not right. talk about the Epstein well, list. And then, you and, can so- have the, and then it's like, you know, you get into the really bad weeds of all the conspiracy stuff about this, but it's like talking about this and doing being accusatory about this has like resulted in some pretty weird things for people as well. So True, but also... I am not sticking up for Aaron Rodgers at all. Right. But the Jimmy Kimmel stuff, a lot of his were COVID jokes, sure. which I made too, you know, about Aaron Rodgers. So, <laughs> yes. but like that at the time, I feel like was just as bad as the, you right. know what I mean? Like right, right, people sure. were so um, on high alert about that stuff. And yes. yeah. so I don't think, I don't think Aaron Rodgers should have said that, but I can understand like him having a chip on his shoulder to Jimmy Kimmel. Yes or no question. We don't have to extrapolate this at all. Have you seen all of the Stephen Hawking? Memes? Yes. No, I haven't seen the memes, but. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I will just, wow. I know what I'm doing tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I do too. Chicken does sports here on ESPN radio. <laughs> What else do you have? <laughs> All right. So Marshawn Lynch was out and about in Seattle over the weekend. Okay. And a fan came up to him at a bar and said, like, can I take a picture with you? And he mm-hmm. said, and his friend was like, no, no pictures. Mm-hmm. And then outside of the bar, he saw him and he gets his phone and starts recording him. And he's like, come on, let me get a picture with you. Let me get a picture with you. And they, you see the video and then this phone just goes smashing to the ground. And Marshawn Lynch cracked this kid's cell phone. Okay. I don't see a problem with that. 
Yeah, you can't. It's. I mean, I don't know what the stipulations are in like Washington, but in Montana, you cannot take photographs or record someone video or audio without them knowing and with their permission. Yeah, it's illegal. Well, and it's just rude. It's totally rude. Like, because you're famous, right? you should be subjected to that. Right. And if you don't want pictures taken, like, then people need to be respectful of that. Especially if he's just there hanging out with his right. friends. Yeah. I mean, I, listen, I get it. People are always coming up to me and like, are you the chick who doesn't know sports? Can I take a picture? And I'm like, you, well, you of course. Say yes, yes, of course. I'm here. I mean, I'm a... I'm a people, you know, I'm here for my fans. Yeah. But I understand there's times where you don't look great and you don't want a picture of you. Or you like just Like every day for me when you're trying right. to take pictures of me. Well, we're taking a picture today. Gosh. But anyway. I took so many selfies at the Lady Grizz game last I night. I thought, yeah. That was that was take 40. I was like, Krista, just get the picture. <laughs> I You look great. I don't. It doesn't matter. Well, she always looks great. So I don't know what great. she's. She's always like, I don't look good. You look so good. I'm like, you have this twisted. You have this dysmorphia thing that Carolyn also has. It's called being a woman. Okay. <laughs> That's just how we are. Okay. But anyway, I, I'm with Marshawn Lynch on this one. I support him. Uh, I do too. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Oh. Um, Beast Mode back back in Seattle. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Okay. So have you heard of the college gambling state women's college? The, the what? Gambling state women's college. The gambling state women's college. Yes. No, I have not. Well, they their basketball team played the college. I, I think it's the grambling state. Goodness gracious. It's not gambling state. <laughs> there goes all the jokes I had written down for this. Okay. okay let's assume they, it's called gambling state. Wait, what, they, for the people listening, it's grambling state, the historical black college. They beat the College of Biblical Studies. Ooh, that's good. Last night. 159 to 18. Wow. 159 yes. to 18. 141 point win. That seems fair. So my jokes were... <laughs> I would have bet on gambling state, but it's scrambling state, so we'll cross that one off. And then the College of Biblical Studies couldn't even pray for a win, or God couldn't help them. Uh, oh, man. That one wasn't good. Oh, man. <laughs> so I'm just going to cross all of this off. <laughs> Gambling State. <laughs> Grambling State is located in Grambling, Louisiana. It's a historical black college. Uh, it used to be known as the Colored Industrial and Agricultural School. It's one of the prominent HBCUs in the country, and uh, they are well known for their ph phenomenal football program and their phenomenal marching band. Do you think we have an eye doctor who listens who'd want to sponsor? <laughs> so, so chick who doesn't know sports reading glasses? I need clearly... To have some new readers because I read Gambling State. Uh, yes, you did. And I did get it off TMZ, so it could have been wrong they might have been on wrong their part. There too. There's a whole different, I mean, there's a whole track we could go down here on the, the, the why that you're playing these Bible colleges and things like that. So for schools, so college basketball is more messed up than college football in terms of the stratification of money mm -hmm. because... You play so many more games, and like the big schools, they only want to play at home when they're not in league play because the way the NCAA tournament works, half of the teams in the NCAA tournament are teams that won their conference. The other half are teams from the big power conferences, and you might have gotten eighth place in your conference, but you're in the Big Ten, so you get an at-large bid to the NCAA tournament. To do that, basically, you just got to get to 20 wins, and so a lot of the big schools just schedule themselves 10 easy wins. Got it. 
then they won't play schools like Montana or Gambling Grambling <laughs> State or whatever. So then those schools don't have – they have to play home games too, especially if you're a school like Grambling State that sells tickets. People want to go there or like Montana. Mm-hmm. So Montana played like Northwest Indian College earlier this year. They played Montana State Northern. The Grizz and the Cats have a little bit of an advantage because there's these small schools in Montana that are good. Yeah. Like they're good. They have Montana kids on them. Like yeah. Montana Tech is a good school. You know, that's a good basketball team or whatever. But a lot of these schools, they have to play these games, and it's it's so that they don't – it doesn't affect their net rating. There's all sorts of stuff. It's it's a broken system, and it's too bad because 159 to 11 18. is 18. That's not in the spirit of competition. No, that is really just, stupid. Yeah. But you question- should just practice. Like, you, if you played against right. yourself, it would be a, like a, a scrimmage better- against yourself would be better than that. For sure. What do you think the party scene at College of Biblical Studies is like? <laughs> Raucous. <laughs> <laughs> all about Genesis and, and all sorts of different Lots things. Lots of body of Christ. What is it called again? I gotta, I gotta, the College of Biblical Studies. I probably got that wrong, too. I might have made that one up, too, but I'm pretty sure that was... The College of Biblical Studies is located in Houston. It's a, a nonprofit. Uh, of course it is. 460 students. Hmm. So that's like... That's like a. That's like one class. That's like a class of kids. That's a lecture. At, at Sentinel High School. Yeah. Big Sky High School. That's like Psych 101 like at University many, of Montana. How many kids are in Ben's junior class at Big Sky? Probably about 400. Yeah, somewhere. I like graduated that. with like 365 yeah. at Big Sky, so maybe yeah. it's maybe like 300, but still, huh? Wow. So you learn something new every day. Yeah, you learn that gambling state is actually Grambling State. Mm-hmm. So I do learn so. Oh, much I guess from so. Me. Actually, there's 1,400 students there, but. Almost a thousand of them are getting either their master's or doctorates in theology. Sounds like a lot of fun. Sounds like a total party school. Tons of fun. (laughs) Well, they're probably uh, fast-tracking to a better life after this one. Chicken Doesn't Know Sports here on ESPN Radio. Uh, What else you got? So my friend Fleur, who lives in Denver, wanted me to ask you about Russell Wilson. Man, <laughs> I just feel so vindicated. <laughs> Russell Wilson. So I, I had, I, I actually was a little bit surprised with myself. You know, sometimes I, I rant and rave, and most of the time it's, it's about the uh, the demise of college athletics. Because, and that is, I think, justifiable. I think that's something that we all, especially in small places like Montana, see and don't like the way that that's going. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while I get hooked on something that I, and I, I was actually the most surprised by any rant I've ever done on this show by how crazy I went about Russell Wilson one day. <laughs> With me. He just drives me nuts. I know. He just drives me crazy. Then I had egg on my face for the first part of this season because, well, actually not the first part, the first month of the season... The Broncos gave up a 70-burger and got just completely wiped off the face of the earth by the Miami Dolphins. And I'm like, yep, see, Russell Wilson, Sean Payton, eat my shorts. Well, then the Broncos somehow got good for a couple months, and Russell Wilson was, like, tearing it up. He had, like, found the fountain of youth, and he was playing way better. And then I was like, well, shoot, now my Russell Wilson take is nearly as good. Yeah. Well, they fell off the cliff again, and then they decided, well, bye-bye, Russell Wilson, because because of the way his contract works. To save themselves like fifty, I think it was forty-seven million dollars officially. They had to they had to basically bring him in and then what they call vest him. So and then I, have they subsequently cut him now? I don't think he's been cut yet, but he was benched the last right because they can't quite cut him. It's all about like the timing of the contract. But either way, wah, wah, sorry Russell Wilson. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sorry. 
I'm not either. See a sucker. Maybe he'll just <laughs> see a sucker. Like chill now. Will he retire? Yeah. No one wants him, right? Um, I think that's correct. Oh, okay. Well, see, here's the thing. Russell Wilson probably could catch on again if uh, he got a new contract. Mm. I mean, he's one of the highest paid players in the NFL right now. He's just not worth that. Yeah. Just needs a new deal. All right. Well, thanks for the update. Yeah, thanks, Floor, for the question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, right. I do take questions at Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports on my Instagram <laughs> if you would like me to read it live on the air. Um, one last thing. Grizz are going to the playoffs. The championship. <laughs> Sorry, I know where they're going. Yeah, she's already been at multiple playoff games, pregame that is, hasn't actually attended Sorry. any of the playoffs. No, games, but I did but. watch. Uh, we were watching one at Tamarack, and yeah, then we oh, you watched it. Yeah, well, not the Holy. whole thing. It just happened to be on <laughs> while I was eating dinner, but it was fun. And then I did kind of get into that second one with the overtime and the double overtime, and I was not like, "Holy moly!" So I'm um, excited. I'm excited for the Grizz, and I'm excited for University of Montana, and it's just kind of cool. It's awesome for the community. You can definitely feel it. Uh, it's funny because you, uh, you and I worked together at Missoula Broadcasting Company here for a handful of years, and uh, we've always been able to sell Grizz stuff because people definitely love the Grizz, but it's been way different this last two yeah. months since yeah. they've really taken off. Like People... They just want it. They they want it. They need it. And uh, it, I, here's the thing. I think it's as simple as this. Even though Missoula has blown up a lot and there's a lot more people that have moved here, Missoula is still a small town. Mm-hmm. And most of the people in town, they care about the Grizz. And they want to talk about the Grizz. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if, they, if the Grizz are good or not. Yeah. They want to talk about them. But when they're not good or they're not as good as people want them to be, then you're always having conversations about negative stuff. Like, how do you get better? How do you beat the cats? All these things. Well, then when you go beat the cats and you make this big playoff run, now all the conversation's positive. It just makes the attitude around Missoula more positive. It's awesome. It's great for the school. It's great for Missoula. It's great for us. It's great. I'm, I'm very excited, and it was really cute. They did the little send-off down Broadway yesterday. Yep. And they had a little police escort. and all my, was... for all my friends with kids let their kids skip school. Yeah, that was so cute. I yeah. loved it. I just... That's the thing that Missoula is so special in that way. That's right. You know, so. Well, Carolyn's going to be hosting a watch party down at the Stone of Accord. That's right. She's offered up $5 mimosas, $3.50 Coors Light drafts, plus they have their famous Stone of Accord brunch, which they always have on Sundays. Sunday brunch at the Stone with mimosas, Coors Lights, and the Grays. Can't think of anything better. Sunday at the Stone. It's just a stone's throw away on North Reserve. Also got to say great thanks to our friends, the Advocates, uh, for their continued support of our road to Frisco as well. Uh, if you've been injured in an accident that wasn't your fault, don't be robbed of the excitement of Grizz season. Give the Advocates a call, 406-640-4444. Today, remember, you deserve an advocate. Anything else this week? Nope, just recovering from the holidays and hitting up some hot yoga and, you know, sweating it out. Gambling state. Gambling I'm state. I'm never going to get over it. Uh, <laughs> Don't forget to bet on gambling state. By the way, we all fall. I I was asking you how yoga was because I wasn't going. Then I went hard at yoga. I went three times a week, all break, and nice. then I've gone twice already this week. I wish I could go today, but I can't. i got to meet uh, a client right at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's awesome. I'm telling you. Get Especially it, get on a day like life. today. You sent me a hilarious Facebook yes. memory where you're talking about your first time doing hot yoga. You're like, it's not for me. I don't like it. And then here you are. You're so totally it came up on my it. Facebook memories from 2017 that I had tried hot yoga and I it was not for me. And it was two close quarters and this, that, and the other. And now I'm about a year and a half back in to my yoga journey and yeah. I am obsessed. Good. So, so if you go one time and you're like, I don't know if I like it, try it again. Keep going. Keep going. That, I was telling Jen, the the gal who runs Hot House Yoga, this yesterday. 
the most fascinating part about yoga from a sports perspective is how much better you get at it every time you do it, yet how far away you are from being actually good at it. Totally. It's like, it is seriously the hardest sport I've ever done yeah. in terms of mastering it. Cause I am so much better than I used to be Yeah. and not even close to this lady that's over here standing on her head, one arm paradise bird or whatever it's they call wild. it. It's wild. I know some of I mean, these The gal people... next to me yesterday, I'm like, what, how do you do that? I know. I'm, it's crazy. I'm working on, uh, I've been working on my crow pose at home mm, so I can try yeah. and do it at yoga and yeah. show off, but I still haven't gotten to it. I still have to put like a block under my head at home. I have all sorts of things, but I'm, I, I'll, I'm going to get there. Well, That's my goal for the year. Shout out to the gal, the tall gal that was next <laughs> to me yesterday. Cause she could put like her whole leg behind her head while it's all wrapped. I mean, I was just like, you are the most amazing athlete I've ever seen. It's yeah, crazy. It's wild. Hot oh, house okay. yoga, downtown Missoula. Check them out. Check those little sports here on ESPN Radio. She'll be back next week. How are you going to do when I'm on paternity leave? I'm, are you just going to run the whole show? Yeah. Okay. It's just going to be weeks of chick who doesn't know sports. That would actually be, probably be a hit. I'm in. Uh, let's go. All right. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Uh, thanks for being here, Carolyn. Appreciate it. Thank Happy you. New Year. At Jewelry Design Center, they can make anything you desire. We have branded jewelry that you'll see across the world and the country. And you have full access to our full manufacturing shop. You can look in the case. You don't have to start out designing something. You can see anything that we have in the case that customize it for your personal experience. Jewelry Design Center, now open in Missoula at 2501 Brook Street, across from the Montana Club. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. ESPN Radio. Thanks, Search. And now for the Prime Minister. Third base here. And you're probably more familiar with Pop Goes the Weasel because the Weasel goes pop. But uh, those guys, cool little throwback hip hop, of course, because Rajib Seabrook's riding with us here uh, on Nuanas Now. You got any history lessons on those guys? Uh, one of the uh, just. Awesome old school Brooklyn Queens duos. There was that yeah. was one of the overlaps of having one MCB from one borough and one from the other. And outside of the Beastie Boys, uh, some of the early uh, Jewish hip hop pioneers in the world of you know in the the genre of music in MC Search, who has had fame beyond the third base moniker. So just you know another another thumbnail in the big book of hip hop going and now into its fifty first year. Yeah, of, of of I don't know of of genesis of birth of great of many a thing existence. Thank you. <laughs> Our road to Frisco continues. Presented in part by the advocates. The advocates want you to have a great time watching or being at the game this weekend. Here on the Grizz with family and friends should be the best time ever. But if you're injured because of someone else's negligence, you're robbed of that excitement. Call the injury attorneys at the Montana Advocates today. They can start fighting for you and the settlement you deserve so you get back to enjoying the Grizz and just overall football season. Chat anytime, MontanaAdvocates.com or call 406-640-4444. The Advocates proud to present the road to Frisco. Trajan Cotton has been a um, stalwart for the Montana defense. He's moved all over the place. Came in as He was a safety at Oregon State. He came in to play corner at Montana. Then he hurt his knee, so then he moved back to safety. Then he moved to a different safety spot. And then he uh, is playing this nickel spot. Now, I think actually the fact that Montana 
They've solidified. They used to rotate all three safety positions interchangeably. And I think that that actually made it so they had less continuity in the secondary. Now the nickel spot is a defined spot. And Trajan Cotton has locked that down. TJ Roush has given him some good depth there. And, uh, that, that, I mean, that's like that's his strength, right? I mean, he, he can cover in short areas, but just being right here, jamming the guy at the line, playing in the box a little bit, being kind of like a pseudo-hybrid-type linebacker, he's done a great job at that, at that nickel spot for Montana. Yeah, it kind of reminds me a little bit uh, – of what Landon Collins used to do, uh, just coming Good down one. and being that 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 fourth or eighth man in the you know fourth man in the linebacker core, but the eighth man in the box overall, and um, you know he is what that's referred to as that alley defender, and he's just trying to take away that alley. And like you said, he has great coverage skills in that short to medium route, and then down the field he he can jump a route too if needed. So I think that uh, TC is a, he's a he's a great young man and a, a more than solid athlete and. And looking forward to the interview. Well, this was actually uh, from a couple days before Christmas because oh. uh, they took a, a break, but we, we were got some guys on the record before uh, everybody took a break. So, uh, trades aren't cotton from a little while ago, but uh, cotton, uh, the content is still pertinent as the Grizz make the road to Frisco to take on South Dakota State. Uh, here with Trajan Cotton, senior captain of Montana Grizzlies. First of all, how was Christmas? How you doing? Uh, Christmas is good. I got, I got the opportunity to go home Friday and uh, got to spend Christmas with my family, which is great. Happy to be back, though. You got uh, another Cali guy. Photo bombing. Did you go home, too? Uh, no, sir. I stay here in Missoula. Oh, good. Good, good. Well, Merry Christmas to both of you guys. It's a weird thing to be preparing for a game with multiple weeks off. What's that What's that like when you, you practice and then you got you know, almost a week off, and now you're back into it. Yeah, it was crazy. I never really kind of been in this process. Uh, when I was at Oregon State, we didn't really make a bowl game, so this is kind of like a bowl game process, and uh, I love it. Um, I feel like I like the plan that Coach Hawk kind of orchestrated, you know, yeah. practice up a couple days, go home, come back, and then we have, we have a good chunk to practice, like, nonstop, so I'm excited. I'm happy. One of the most intriguing parts about this is, to me, is Saturday night was, or a couple Saturdays ago against North Coast State was – I mean, that's as good of a college football game as you can go to. That's as good of a college football game as you can play in. And you win it. Yeah. How do you not rest on your laurels and move forward, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it was just an amazing experience. Walt Grizz was crazy. My last home game in it, so that was just crazy as well. Everything really just hit me that night. Like, damn, like, you know, it's going to get real. But, hey, we play for a national championship. Everything on the table was just a blessing. Well, t- take me through your perspective on when you guys won the game. Were you on the field oh, when yeah. Corbin got the? Yeah. So, I mean, th- the best part about that game was it was building, building, building. Everybody's making plays. It wasn't mistakes. It was people making plays, exactly. and then the last play seals it. So yes. what would you think when he got yeah. the pick? Well, yeah, like like everybody's been saying on Twitter and you know, the interviews, we, we went over that play a couple times. Right. Week during practice. right. Our offense runs against us uh, when they run a daffy situation, so... When, uh, he went in motion. I was my man. Boom, ran with him, and I was just waiting for him to run with it. And I, I knew he, whoever leaked out was gonna get covered because uh, we're kind of disciplined in that way. So I was just waiting for my man to throw it. He threw it. Interception. Game over. Well, you said now you're going to the national championship. So I know uh, when you, you told me when you first got recruited here, this is what you wanted to do. You wanted to to win and win at a high level. So uh, what's it taking to get to this point? Every man in that locker room. Yeah. Every man in the locker room, every every coach on the staff, every equipment person, every trainer, every everybody, you know, that really supported the University of Montana. If I could take everybody really to get here, um, 
the belief in ourselves is bigger than the disbelief of anybody else. You know what I mean? Um, we, we always don't work through the highs, through the lows. We've been in dog fights this season. We've been in overtime games this season. Like We're made for this, you know what I mean? So it's just another game, really, and we're excited. That's a testament to the, the element of team, right? Yes, sir. I, I think so. I believe so. Uh, see, I, I find this part so fascinating, right? In this, like the way that all the narratives work and the way that all of modern college football, everybody's talking about recruiting rankings and NIL and all this stuff statistics there's no like quantifiable measure for the heart of a team exactly right i think that the, the main word that you said that many other places don't have is team like uh, we might watch pinball they got a couple players they got a couple players. right people watch us they're like damn we like their whole defense their whole team is running for the ball the whole you know what i mean so it's just it's just what we do here it's just kind of what coach Huck really instilled in us and i love it i love being a part of it What's it taking to buy into that? Because you're right. I mean, look at you guys' defense, right? Gub got a lot of shine, justifiably so, because of because of his place in the defense. But you guys have like 20 guys that are elite players. Like, how have you guys been able to buy into that? I feel like just, just really just loving each other. Yeah. Like, like, every time somebody makes a play, I get more excited for them than me. You know what I mean? Uh, just because you see all the hard work that you know, our teammates really just really go through on a daily basis that many don't see. And just everything is really just paying off. And it, it's just such a blessing. South Coast State, 28 in a row, defending national champions. But you guys don't seem like you're intimidated by anything. So uh, how, what do you think of just about th- their prestige and how that helps you prepare for this matchup? Uh, I think they're a great team. 28, like you said, 28 straight. They're a great team. Um, great scheme, great players, great staff as well. So I think it's going to be a great game, honestly. And I think we're ready for it. I know you guys started install today. Do you have any idea about their personnel yet? Uh, yeah, I watched it. Okay, so uh, what do you, I mean... You can go down the line. That's that's why I find them so intriguing is they have so many kind of like brand name guys, right? Quarterback, running back, mm-hmm. tight end, receivers. Mm-hmm. So uh, start with the quarterback. What do you think of Mark Rodowski? Uh, uh, he, he's a good player. Good yeah. player, good decision maker. Uh, running back, he's good, probably the best player in the FCS this season. Right. Well, went crazy this year. Uh, receivers, 10 and number one. Good, good receivers as well. Um, big tight end. O-line, yeah, big tight end. <laughs> yeah. Big. Just looks like a, a great team. So from a DB's perspective, you're always looking at numbers, right? Yeah. So the fact that they're identical twins, that does. Uh, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> if I see that zero there, I know it'll look. <laughs> Do you see a difference in them when you're scouting them? Um, they're both good players. They're both good players. Um, yeah. They're pretty similar. Yeah, yeah. I can see yeah. the one-two punch. They're, they're good duo. Uh, so between now and when you guys leave for Frisco, what are the main objectives? Uh, get better every day. We just kind of really just sharpen up our scheme, kind of just really just focus on us. At the end of the day, this is all about us. This is all about the University of Montana football team. This isn't about anybody else, even the outside world, the media. I love the media, but, you know, this is really just about us and our team and just being prepared. That, that's all it is. What's going to be the key factors for Montana in this game then? Uh, be disciplined. Stop the big plays. Stop the run. Get some takeaways and have fun. Have fun. That's what I hope everybody does down in Frisco, Texas. Noah's now ESPN Radio. Silver Slipper has 55 big screen TVs to watch all the sports, whether it's the NFL, NBA, or NHL. Silver Slipper will have it on for you. 
Drink specials every day. 20 Kino machines, a liquor store, and pizza. There's nowhere else you should be watching your favorite team. Bet you a bunch of those TVs. Got the Grizzlies on it on Sundays. Need a place to watch the game. Head on down to the Slipper. It's all about great food, tasty drinks, and the urge to have a good time. Stop by today to see why the Silver Slipper is one of Montana's best kept secrets. Hour one of the books. Hour two coming at you. We got a top ten countdown like no other. I spent an hour and a day doing this to to get all these sound bites ready, and we got all the breakdowns. What are the matchups to watch across the board between number two Montana? At number one, South Dakota State, we shall discuss and then fortify with guys like Jimmy Rogers, Bobby Houck, Mark Gronowski, Mason McCormick, and more. That's all coming right at you here as our Road to Frisco coverage continues. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.